Hey, Naomi. <laughs> hey, Max. <laughs> what does Mrs. Claus get when she wears tight trousers? I don't know. <laughs> she gets a mistletoe. Oh, that's so much better than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, I'm hilarious, so, you know. <laughs> What did I you know. think it was going to be? Weirdly, I thought it was going to be something related to thrush. Um, so I'm really glad that oh. it went in the opposite direction of that. <gasps> Thank you. Christmas thrush. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just went in a completely <laughs> wrong direction. Wow. <laughs> this is why I do the jokes. Yes, this is why you do the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so let's, let's, do, let's do the thing. It's, it's already gone off the rails, so let's do the thing. Welcome Welcome to to Jingle Jingle Bells. Bells. I'm Bex. And I'm Naomi. And we're here to talk about Christmas movies. Because it's Christmas every day here at Jingle Bells. Yay! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas. (laughs) Um, Today we're going to be returning and doing a recap of the Netflix Christmas Cinematic Universe. Um, We're very excited about this. This year, we're hoping that there will be two films released that will link into the universe, um, which is Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, and then also A Castle for Christmas. Um, Yeah, I I don't know. Like, We've done something similar to this before, but today we're gonna really dive into all of our beloved conspiracy theories. Very, yeah, our, this is basically, the, the subtitle of this episode is Christmas Conspiracies. <laughs> uh, originally we also called this the Vanessa Hudgens cinematic, uh, Christmas Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. but apparently Netflix were like, uh, that's not enough branding. Despite so, the fact that so. there are four Vanessa Hudgens in this universe, yeah. like it is her universe for sure. It is, I, I, but then this universe is her universe, and we're just living in it. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Vanessa Hudgens is not the only reason that we pay attention to the Netflix cinematic Christmas universe. Um, you know, this is also how our friendship came to be after I somewhat forced Bex into watching the entire Christmas Prince trilogy, The Night Before Christmas, and then all of the other wonderful films that have come out of this, including Holiday in the Wild, um, (laughs) The Holiday Calendar, Christmas Inheritance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, some of these films canonically could be documentaries some of them are actually fictional i will get into that very briefly um but yeah i suppose like start from the top hey (laughs) yeah start at the very beginning a very good place to start Oh, this entire episode is going to be an absolute travesty. Um, anyway. Well, I don't get to do a synopsis time jingle today, so I figured I'd have to shoehorn in some tuneful <laughs> caroling. I love it. It's great. Your jingles Thanks. are one of my favourite parts of every episode, so. Oh, I'm really glad I started doing them randomly and Jingle Boy doesn't come out. My fave. He loves them. He does. Um, right, mm-hmm. so... In this universe, there are about 12 films. 
which if we include you know the ones that are coming out this year those are a Christmas Prince trilogy which includes a Christmas Prince a Christmas Prince the Royal Wedding and a Christmas Prince the Royal Baby we have Christmas Inheritance the Princess Switch Princess Switch 2 switched again Princess Switch 3 Romancing the Star we also have the Holiday Calendar Holiday in the Wild and The Night Before Christmas Um, we personally are hoping for a second The Night Before Christmas at some point Um, Oh Holy Night or Oh Silent Night or I don't know there's a lot there's a lot of different night themed uh, titles Netflix hit us up we'll help you with the second one (laughs) we've got a lot of ideas we do Um, all of these films are made by Netflix but also with the MPCA and apparently the reason that we do have this extended universe is because Netflix and MPCA needed a movie to show in film in the holiday calendar, which they then subsequently did in The Princess Switch. Um, this universe kicked off in 2017. The inaugural film was actually A Christmas Prince. Um, personally, I wasn't sure if it was a parody and they were tre- like testing out the water because then they followed up with Christmas Inheritance, which... Personally, I preferred. What What did you think, Bex? Yeah, I think I think I, as a standalone singular movie, Christmas Inheritance is better. Mm-hmm. But the Christmas Prince, I don't know, it has a special place in my heart because of the <laughs> terribleness of the trilogy and our personal obsession. So I don't know. I mean, they're both great. How can you compare? That's true. Two they're wonderful, <laughs> elegant. Got gowns shoved in a sack, <laughs> pushed down a hill. <laughs> um, we did do an episode on Christmas Prince. In fact, we did episodes covering all three of the Christmas Princes, which you can listen to in our back catalogue. Um, mm-hmm. And now, without further ado, I'll crack on with the timeline. 2018, Netflix followed up with Holiday Calendar, Princess Switch 1, and Prince uh, and Christmas Prince 2, The Royal Wedding. Um as I've already mentioned, the whole crux of the universe is that they needed a film to show in film. <laughs> um, and yeah, then they did it twice in one year, which then begged the question, was the Christmas Prince trilogy a documentary? Um, you know, 2019, we came back with Bex's favourite film and, you know, the film that drives us all to motion sickness, Holiday in the Wild. Um, which was then followed by The Night Before Christmas, which we love. And finally, that lineup was rounded off with Christmas Prince 3, The Royal Baby. Um, Last year, not so many films, but we came back strong in 2020 with Operation Christmas Drop, which actually featured another actress from the holiday calendar. So if we extrapolate, there are now two of her and for Vanessa yeah. Hudgens in this universe. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> um, after Operation, Operation Christmas Drop, The Princess Switch 2, Switched Again, was also released in 2020. That was where we were actually introduced to the fourth Vanessa Hudgens of this universe, Fiona. Um, mm-hmm. 2021 has some exciting titles coming up anyway, uh, but the ones we're most interested in are Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, and A Castle for Christmas, which um, stars Brooke Shields and, I can never get his name right, Carrie Elwes from Princess Bride, is that right? Maybe, I don't Mm. know, I'm sorry, I'm not great at pronunciation. (laughs) Come back for our review of A Castle for Christmas, where we will have endeavoured to learn his name. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah, we're going to be doing 
our reviews of Castle Christmas, but also next week we're going to be back with our review of The Princess Switch 3, which we're super excited for. (laughs) I can't believe how how soon it is. I'm like a bit shook. (laughs) Very, very excited. We've already seen the trailer. We have feelings. Um, We may go into that. We're not sure yet. (laughs) We'll see how much time we have. Um, without further ado, Bex is going to kick us off with the story of the Netflix cinematic universe as it stands to date. Yes. Once <laughs> upon a time, a girl called Amber worked in a, it was a journalist, allegedly, working in a company called Now Beat Beat Now. And she was sent on the biggest break of her career to do a article on the the playboy heartthrob mysterious uh prince due to inherit the throne of aldovia richard uh he was currently missing and and people didn't know whether he was going to claim the throne blah 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 check out our full review of a christmas prince one for all the details (laughs) amber and richard meet by chance after he steals her cab because he's a bit of a dick Mm -hmm. amber then infiltrates the palace very 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 easily by (laughs) walking in a door and befriends richard's younger sister emily who is a babe and we love Uh, Richard and Amber get closer after Amber and Emily go on a very hilarious sledging trip. Uh, Amber rides a horse to try and chase Richard somewhere and Mm -hmm. ends up being attacked by wolves. Another scene we're obsessed with. Uh, Well, sorry. (laughs) Attacked by wolf. Yeah. One lone wolf. (laughs) One lone wolf. Uh, they, They go to a secluded cabin where Amber discovers that Richard is adopted but doesn't tell him. Uh, Simon, <laughs> evil, evil cousin Simon, who we also love, and Sophia reveals Richard's adoption and try and take the throne. So there's yeah. lots of characters, all of them white, all of them have weird British accents. And it's uh, great. Fortunately, <laughs> through some heavy investigative journalism, Amber reads some terrible poems <laughs> and realizes that one of the that the the wooden acorn that was whittled by King Richard I, the deceased King Richard I, uh, holds a bit of paper that he went, I make my adopted son the king in it. And then afterwards, <laughs> because they've known each other for all of a week and a half, Amber and Richard fall in love and get engaged. They do. They do. Sweet. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting one. Um You know, then we go on to Christmas Inheritance, which is centered around a spoiled wild child who gets trapped in a quaint town to learn the true value of Christmas. Um, You know, she does some charity work. No, it's not money. (laughs) She cons a lot of people into giving her stuff. Uh, She does learn to care about other people, which is quite nice. She also Mm -hmm. flicks off her very intense and money-obsessed fiancé. Um, to stay yeah. with the lovely country bumpkin who carves ice sculptures um, as well. Yeah. Personally, I am of the belief that this was definitely a tester for Netflix to see if they could make holiday films. Uh, like I said, mm-hmm. if you, you know, you didn't love the extended universe, you would definitely think that A Christmas Prince was a parody of a Christmas film um, because it is wild. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I mean... 
that's it's it's stemmed a lot of our Christmas criteria that we use to to judge mm. whether a Christmas movie is good or bad in terms of hot chocolate and royalty and castles and yep. horses and all sorts. So mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, it definitely <laughs> it's definitely inspired a lot of our preferences in Christmas movies. Yeah, it's the foundation on which the Jingle Bells Castle is built. Um. <laughs> It's a sandcastle. It's made out of snow. It's a little bucket. There's loads of trees running around. It's fine. It's all good. Oh, a wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like we come back to the Netflix Cinematic Universe with the holiday calendar. Um, mm-hmm. And if we're going to sum it up in its basic premise, it is a magic calendar helps a woman find love. Um, that's what it is Um, this is actually the first time that we explicitly encounter magic in the Netflix Christmas universe Um, you know we get onto some more magic in a little bit um, especially when we get into the absolute mess that is the Vanessa Hudgens genealogy Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but yeah so in this one like there's magic this woman oh my god how can i not remember her name anyway she gets this calendar from her granddad it's enchanted it opens its own doors it gives her little clues as to what's going to happen in the day there's some misdirect and it looks like she's going to like fall in love with the wrong man um until she realizes eventually that it's been her best friend who has been the apple of her eye the whole time or the acorn of her her the acorn of her christmas tree Um, in this one, which is why we've included a Christmas Inheritance and a Christmas Prince feature on TV, um, it is not at this point that we think that these are documentaries. Um, that comes with our next film, Bex. The Princess Switch, number one. Uh, only two Vanessa Hudgens in this particular <laughs> film. Uh, not a over, not an overdose. It's a very parent trappy kind of vibes yeah. of two different identical people meet and they're like oh my god we're identical and they decide to swap places um, they're not secretly twins in this one not no. yet canonically anyway um it's just that you know stacy is a possible second cousin once removed or whatever of mm-hmm. margaret who is the future queen of montanaro is that mm-hmm. right that's that's right it is it is um Margaret decides that she just wants I just want to be a normal girl for a couple of days um, Edward's is going to be away the whole time so don't worry about it they have an arranged mm-hmm. marriage so Margaret and Stacy decide just to swap over places yeah. um, there's lots of there's a lot of Christmas stuff in this there's a, uh, a man who is definitely meant to be the embodiment of Christmas spirit maybe he's like one of the ghosts of Christmas future or whatever yeah. Um, they basically, Stacey's a baker. She goes to Belgravia, a fictional Netflix inspired Christmas <laughs> place. Yeah. Uh, it's the second country, I think, to be introduced because we've got Aldovia, which is yep. the country of a Christmas prince. Mm-hmm. We have Belgravia, which is the country of a pr- uh, the princess switch one. Yep. And then Montanaro, which is Margaret's future kingdom, which mm-hmm. is the third fictional. Uh, country in the Netflix Christmas cinematic universe. Yeah. Basically, they switcheroo. Uh, Margaret falls in love with Stacy's pal. Stacy falls in <laughs> love with Margaret's betrothed. They decide to just swap. Everything's fine. 
Um, but in the movie, mm-hmm. they sit, Margaret and Kevin sit down and what, this is, I think this is before Kevin's taken his shirt off. I can't remember. Maybe it was after. 53 minutes. Anyway, um, <laughs> they sit down and they watch A Christmas Prince. They do. On TV. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, Margaret cries. She's like, it's my favorite. I'm like, mm, <laughs> is, it, is it anyone's favorite? But anyway. And this is, so this is really when, when we were watching all of these Christmas movies where we started going, well, okay, mm-hmm. Belgravia is a, is a, is a fictional place. Aldovia is a fictional place. Do these, do these movies think of each other as movies or is this, is this like a documentary? Is this canon? Yeah. Is this like a, a dramatic reenactment of a real story yeah. of of Richard and Amber, like what's what's the deal? Yep, yeah, that was where we got really confused. Like there hadn't really been any crossover yet, but that came with a Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding. Um, mm-hmm. There are for a fictional universe, there's a surprising amount of geopolitics in, the, in these films. <laughs> yeah, there really is. I was like, Jesus, this is like the EU of Christmas movies. It's crazy. The so, CU. <laughs> <laughs> so um, as we're as we're in the royal wedding or the Christmas Prince royal wedding, um, we're there. There's an economic crisis in the fictional country of Aldovia. It's bankrupt. They have no idea where the money has been going. Um, but we do see as Amber is engaged to Richard. You know, they do some flying back and forth, and we come back, and Amber is having a geopolitics lesson, and we see all four of the countries that are involved in the Netflix, you know, cinematic universe. It's essentially a massive chunk that they've taken out of the European map. Um, Poland ceases to exist. Uh, I believe Austria also <laughs> ceases to exist. A lot of like R.I.P. Romania. The Balkan to... states are also gone too. Yeah. Um, you know, disappeared under these these four kingdoms. Um, anyway, so yeah, Amber goes out, does some investigating. She gets caught, and Simon comes back and redeems himself by saving Amber and also pointing out that somebody is funneling off all of Aldovia's money. <laughs> um, <gasps> shook ass yeah it's mad and then you know we found out that the the dungeon is real um Mm -hmm. the person who is eventually discovered to be robbing the country um you know he is arrested and put into the dungeon there's been a lot of threats with dungeons don't think that all of the palaces and castles that feature in the ncu have them um i I think they do they probably do you know that old-timey house and and princess switch 2 definitely had a dungeon as well somehow yep. um so you know dungeons in the band. attic for some reason just to <laughs> the old switchery yeah so there's loads of dungeons um there's magic in this film but speaking of magic this is where we really come into our own in the ncu with our favorite film the night before christmas <laughs> not the nightmare before christmas <laughs> so an old crone sends our fave Sir, Sir Hunky, Sir Cole into the future, uh, and and moves him from Norfolk to Ohio to meet Vanessa mm-hmm. Hudgens, the love of his life. Um, they have a lot of questing. There's a lot of like issues that they have with the fact that he's like, I'm a knight, and everyone's like, What are you talking about? You're insane. Uh, mm-hmm. But he, but. You know, he he meets another Vanessa Hudgens, which is Brooke. Now, we don't have any, uh, currently, 
we have no record of Brooke meeting the other Vanessa Hudgenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she has she has no link with Stacy, Margaret, and the future Vanessa Hudgens, Fiona, uh, officially. Mm-hmm. However, there isn't really anything to say that she isn't related to them. Uh, I'm fairly sure Stacy, her bakery was somewhere in that kind of like East Coasty America area. So maybe they're mm-hmm. cousins. Um, and it's ne- and it's not confirmed. Within yeah. this, they obviously fall in love, gets give smooches, live happily ever after. However, the <laughs> thing that links the other than Vanessa Hudgens, the thing that links the night before Christmas with all of the other Netflix Christmas movies is mm-hmm. two things. First mm-hmm. of all, they sit and watch Netflix. So yep. Netflix is canon in The Night Before Christmas. <laughs> they watch Holiday in the Wild, which was easier to watch through the the color correction that the Night Before Christmas editors did on it. They also watch A Christmas Inheritance and mm-hmm. A Christmas Prince again. So it's like, okay, is this is a documentary because now we're in the real world because mm-hmm. Ohio is a place that ex- actually exists. Yeah. And the, the other factor, if the movies aren't enough proof for you... Mm-hmm. Her pointless sister, whose name I've forgotten, they are decorating Christmas trees and she comes out with a wooden acorn. Exactly (gasps) the same as the acorn that Richard's dad whittled that had the adoption papers in it. So thus I, and and even states, our mum got this acorn on a trip to Aldovia. Yep. I rest my case. I don't know what case it is. I don't. We, we have a lot more to go. But like, you know what I mean? It was, we were, when we watched it and that came up, I was like, hold the fucking phone. And we had to pause it. We had a big chat about it. We were like, let's rewind and double check this. I think, mm-hmm. conspiracy theory, that in that acorn, there's the actual family tree showing how all the Venezuelans <gasps> are linked. Oh, the dream. The dream. The dream. The dream. How we many will there be? <laughs> Who's to say? <clears throat> more secrets that's why he yeah. adopted children because he's fathered all of these Vanessa Hudgens it was that's like, what it is too beautiful they yeah. can't all live together no exactly spread them out over the world sleeper network of Vanessa Hudgens mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> um, yeah so you know this is like another moment where we have encountered magic in the NCU the magic is about to ramp up. It's about to get ridiculous up in here. Um, as we move on to a Christmas prince, the royal baby. Just just one. There's only one ever one royal baby. Yeah, there's only one. There can be only one. And uh, <laughs> as long as it's a boy, it'll be fine. Yeah. Anyway, so we drive, like, you know, on the back of an economic crisis in Altovia, we decide to dive into yet more geopolitics. Um and essentially have this treaty meeting with Penglia, which is the fourth country in the NCCU. So, you know, if we're keeping track, we've got Aldovia, we have Belgravia, we have Montanaro, and we have Penglia. You know, mm-hmm. um, America exists as it is, as far as we know. Um, Stacy's Bakery is actually based in Chicago for a Princess Switch. And then, yeah, Brooke is um, based in Ohio. It's not East it's kind of east it's okay i was wrong middle anyway, ground let's somewhere. continue <laughs> so yeah so we're entering into this mash no sorry the treaty at first isn't magical we enter into a treaty or are entering into a treaty with penglia uh, which has been long-standing it's like hundreds of years old they sign the treaty every hundred years each country trades off guarding this very ugly and 
poorly maintained scroll. Um, thank you. <laughs> I, I had to mention anything. I had thank to. Um, you know, we've come back. Amber and Richard have been married for a while. She is now pregnant. Um, Aldovia does seem to be recovering somewhat from its economic crisis. Um, and yeah, what we weren't expecting to add into this massive tangle of drama was a curse upon their first yeah. child. Yeah. Which Amber takes very seriously, right? She she does. Now, if you take Curses Prince as a standard like standalone film and you take out all of the other magic that we've encountered, it does seem completely ridiculous that she would panic about a curse upon her firstborn child. However, yeah. if we step into the MCU, which is where there has been a lot of magic already, you can yeah. see why she's concerned that her baby's going to be cursed. Yeah, you could absolutely say. I mean, I, I was, <laughs> I felt cursed after the second movie of this. <laughs> However, plot hole that we do want to highlight is that would this firstborn child count as a direct descendant of this bloodline with their father being an adopted king? Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do a mm. lot of, uh, of sleuthing about this in our uh, Christmas Prince 3 review, which we did yeah. last season. <laughs> uh, and also we talk a lot more about it in the uh, Christmas Prince 4 theories uh, <laughs> episode that we did. God, yeah, I forgot we did that one. Yeah. Um, you know, the dungeon is back again more kind of spooky haunting um mm-hmm. as emily and the queen are trapped and and then we found out that it's not spooky there is no curse and in fact it was the butler all along so it realistically like what's what's happening with the magic netflix let us know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well the the real thing in it there's nothing too direct in a christmas prince the royal baby because they only had the budget to have about 10 people in it that's um, true but one of the the amber is speaking with uh her royal fab fabulousness the queen of penglia mm-hmm. who states that it seems to be very fashionable for princes to be marrying commoners effectively mm-hmm. yeah. um which we take as being reference to the fact that prince edward a la yeah. the princess switch married commoner vanessa hudgens stacy yeah so yeah, we love it though just just letting you know uh, she's mentioning it she's she aware is. of mm-hmm. the netflix christmas cinematic universe <laughs> she's the only one that seems to be aware of the cinematic universe at this point <laughs> She's the only one Even who seems to be aware Vanessa of kind Hutchins of anything. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like speaking of, of getting getting married and, and whatnot, um, let's let's round off with the princess switch two, switched again. And we go to Montanaro finally. So if you're keeping up with us, we've been to all three no, not all four. Yeah, Damn we've it. been to three, three out of, of the four. four. Yeah. Three out of four um fictional Netflix countries where we meet another vanessa hudgens <laughs> <laughs> who Cat. would have thought um you know by this point we've got four vanessa hudgens existing in one universe um how it stays balanced we do not know because she is the queen of both halloween and christmas yeah. um yeah so this time we meet fiona who is margaret's cousin fabulous blonde loves everything about herself can be frequently heard saying meow um <laughs> i forgot oh and she calls him his royal hotness or something very close to it and we were like oh my god that was my nickname so 
I think it just confirms that she's definitely listened to the podcast. Oh, a thousand percent. People are stealing our writing <laughs> ideas. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Netflix. Netflix at We'll take like... our five percent. <laughs> Ooh, a silent night. I, I like it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, you know, this film is shenanigans abound. They do open up a lot of the stories again, because we found out that Kevin and Margaret split up. Um, you know, they were our go-to power couple at the end of mm-hmm. the first one. Um, Stacy and Edward are married, but there's tension there because they don't seem to be communicating. Um, yeah, it's kind of the, like, un- it's a bit of unnecessary tension. Yeah, and then we add... Fiona wildcard into the mix and um, it just kind of escalates from there really doesn't it? Mm -hmm. It does. It's great. I mean I I loved it. It was great. Yeah yeah, it's one of the best ones they've done but the reason that we're talking about it and the way that it connects into the universe which we lost our minds at. I mean first of all this is the biggest confirmation we could have. It's literally everything we requested but also (laughs) We did almost die. We had to pause the movie when we were watching it. I mm-hmm. nearly vomited. I was on the floor. <laughs> Naomi was crying. Everything. We were hysterical. We were. We were. Because Netflix gifted us something very special. It did feel like they wrote that film just for us. Just because for us. Amber, Richard, and their baby are at Margaret's coronation. Confirmed. Same universe. <laughs> it is 100% confirmed to be the same universe because yeah. how else would they be there? Why would they be there? Why would they be there? Well, obviously yeah. they'll be there because they're both, they're all royals. You have to attend oh, the royals' yeah. coronation. <laughs> so, you know, that was like the, the greatest gift we could have asked for last year, even though we almost died. Um, yeah. And yeah, it, it really does solidify that question of as to whether a Christmas prince is a documentary series documentary is it a document but also is it a documentary where richard and amber play <laughs> themselves in the documentary because it's the same actors who are yeah. there for for being there in in a in a in the princess switch switched again so we have a lot of thoughts yeah. we've got a lot of questions we've got a lot of ideas about what mm-hmm. we'd like to see in future ones we're very yeah. excited to hopefully have a bit more confirmation of what's going to happen in the uh, princess switch 3 yep and any other future productions that netflix do to incorporate it it would be mm-hmm. nice to go to penglia that would, would be really good i think that there's going to be a penglia mention in uh princess switch 3 there has I, to be, I really, right? I really think that is having looked at some of the casting choices for a Princess Switch three. Mm. I th- I think I have a, a in- an inkling suspicion, but we will Ooh. wait to see Ooh. Ooh. Uh, to see. <laughs> in case I'm wrong, I'm not going to say uh, so that I can say <laughs> afterwards that that is what I thought and that I was correct. Uh, but I think there might be some crossover in the Princess mm-hmm. Switch and the Christmas Prince because there already has been in so mm-hmm. many of these previous films documentaries yeah. whatever um hopefully we'll get another vanessa hudgens a fifth at some one point. <laughs> no i mean sorry i meant like brooke coming in oh, right. to be like the fourth because we said <laughs> there are five adopted siblings there's richard and four <laughs> vanessa hudgens <laughs> the, that's the that's yeah. the sister that's the like the, that's the, the siblings theory. that's the theory oh, oh i can't wait to see them all acorns? together 
Oh, we'll that would be amazing if they could just drop acorns of truth like throughout the Netflix just, cinematic universe. That would make me so happy. Just every film in the background, there's just a wooden acorn. <laughs> I mean, it's the same one. We know it's the same one. They're yeah. just it, reusing the same props. But mm-hmm. although when Willa... they all show up holding their own individual acorns, that's going to be a beautiful moment. Oh, 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 oh. Like oh my god! They like, open it up and there's like a. There's like scrolls in each of them and they wear gloves on and they take the scrolls out. <laughs> and the scrolls say, go and ride a sled to see the truth. And they all get on some sleds and are eaten by wolves. Oh my gosh. Christmas! <laughs> that was quite the turnaround. <laughs> yeah. Plot twist. <laughs> wolves. Um, yeah, like I'm, I'm personally kind of hoping that there's going to be more royal babies because i do feel like that is how we're gonna bring back the geopolitics that has well i think we really thought that yeah well we really thought that stacy was gonna end up pregnant at the end of the last christmas prince film Mm -hmm. christmas prince sorry the last princess switch i always get those mixed up i don't know why (laughs) the princess switch switched again we thought stacy that was up one of our predictions is that stacy was going to be pregnant Mm-hmm. but she's not but i no. think yeah there could be like we could set up amber and richard's baby with their mm-hmm. baby i mean yeah. we don't really get into arranged marriages that's a bit much but you know what i mean like no but they do love them and again you know geopolitics of this nation yeah. and, and area of europe that <laughs> suddenly mm-hmm. exists um yeah, with MPCA also making a castle for Christmas, I do believe that Scotland will now exist in the NCU canonically as well. Um, hopefully as accurately as it exists in real life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think so, but... No, it'll still be in be the same British, time zone but... as New York anyway. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, fine. Um, yeah, so to be honest like a castle for christmas the plot for that is already a bit unrealistic for me because she is a writer and she's planning to buy a castle and i don't know about you but i don't know a lot of writers that can afford to buy a castle off the bat maybe she wrote barry snotter or something (laughs) something very popular i don't know i'm curious to see what her book is i mean we'll have to see with the there's there are less movies this year Mm -hmm. and last year than there were previously and i think we know the reason for that we don't need to get into what pandemic may have occurred that stopped the production of so many christmas films Mm -hmm. but hopefully next year Mm -hmm. we can have a very it would be really nice to have like the final a christmas princess and it's a a lovely movie that ties everything together within Mm -hmm. the netflix christmas cinematic universe that's what i would really love to see next yeah and and uh, you know the night before christmas too yeah that's all i want it's all i want that's really all i want it's (laughs) a night before christmas too i think oh uh, yeah i think silent night or holy night i don't know but anything would be fine i would accept it not a pun i would accept (laughs) No, no, there has to be puns. Yeah. What would the point of them listening to this show be if there wasn't puns? That's fair. That's very, very true. Well, join us next week where we'll be talking a lot about the princess switched, romancing the star. Yep. I was trying my best not to call it the Christmas prince. Um, (laughs) Well, where we will be talking in great depth about any minor moment that happens that uh, allows us to refer back to the netflix christmas cinematic universe i mean i will also take a shirtless kevin at any point in that film um absolutely fantastic you know if he can be in his pjs again 
That would be top notch. Thanks, Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do, yeah. Dear Netflix, (laughs) all I want for Christmas (laughs) is a shirtless Kevin. Thank you. It's shirtless Um, Kevin (laughs) and uh, a night before Christmas too. The night after Christmas. Ooh. 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 Uh, I've I've been Naomi. You can find me online at Naomi EH. um, And this one has been... I'm Bex, and you can find me <laughs> online at Bex Poet on everything. Please buy my poetry book. It's about cows. And you can find us both online at Jingle Bells Pod. Thanks for yes. listening. <laughs> Yay! Follow us on Twitter, tweet at us, etc. I didn't get any plugs in today. I had to slip them in at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> Santa, I've been good this year. Thank you for listening to Jingle Bells. If you enjoy the show, please support us on Coffee for as little as £1 per month. All donations go straight back into producing Jingle Bells and creating the content that we love to share with you. Find us online at coffee.com slash jinglebellspod or listen along on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or with your preferred provider. I just want-